This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, welcome everyone to your favorite part of the day. Mesech Tivamais, Daf Pei Dalid Amarbez. Welcome everybody. Uh, we're continuing Mesech Tivamais. We just started the new parak yesterday. Welcome to our new participants. Okay. Um, there's nothing like starting in middle of a parak in Yavamas. You know, just that's it's a good welcome. Okay, so the Mishnah said, in the first case, of there are some women that are permitted to their husbands, and also to the Yavama, the first case was a Koin Hedyoid that married an Amana. And she is permitted to her husband, um, and she's also to the Yavam, to the Yavam, because the Yavam is a Kain Gadol. So as an Amana, the Amana is also to the Kain Gadol. So Gemara asks the obvious question, what do you have to talk about an Amana for? Just talk about a regular Basula. But when the brother dies, she becomes an Amana. In other words, you want to give a case where she's mutter to her husband and also to the, to the Yavam, and you think the only way to do that is to have a situation where she's a, an almana, she'll become an almana. Why does she have to start off an almana? The situation is where she's permitted to her husband. So she could be a besula, but she'll be also to the yavama, because when her husband dies, she becomes an almana. Says the Gemara, Umayir yediktani almana, listeni besula. Elamai, the Gemara says, maybe... We hold that the following lambdas. The lambdas is that the way yibum works is yibum is not effectuated the moment that the person dies. Yibum is really begins when the first man marries her. At that moment, he sets into motion the possibility for yibum, and therefore, if at that time she would be mutter to the yavam, the fact that she becomes an almana later would not answer her. Vichitema, and if you're going to say kasavar, that he holds haitana nesuan harishayinim apilin, vichitema kasavar haitana. If you're going to say that this tana holds that nesuan harishayinim apilin, it's the original marriage that cast the woman to the yavam, and in this case, when she mar- if she would have been a basula, when she married the first husband, she would have been mutter to the yavam. So then that heter of Yibam would continue even after her husband dies. So maybe again, this is the lambdas of Nesuin Harishoinim Mapilin, that the moment she marries the first guy, that is Mapil her to Yibam, and we follow the moment that she marries the first guy, we don't really look at the moment of when the first person dies. Says the Gemara, that cannot be, that's not a correct lambdas, because Hare Cholol, Let's say the case of the Chalal, who married a kosher woman. And we say that she cannot marry the Yavam, she's usher to the Yavam. Why? Because after the Chalal lives with this Kishera, she becomes a Chalala. Why don't we say, well, the uh, kedu- the Yibum really started when the Chalal 
did Kedushin to her. And at that moment, she was still kosher to the second guy. In other words, if we subscribe to the lambdas of Nesuim HaRishayinim Apilim, then by the way, it's a little bit Lavdavka. It's not that the, the Nesuim HaRishayinim Apilim, it's not that the original Nesuim are Mapil, but rather it's the Kedushin HaRishayinim Apilim. So when the Chalal marries the Kshera, when he does Kedushin, at that moment, the wo- this woman is still kosher to the Yavam, because he didn't do Nesuin yet. So in that case, we should say, also, Nesuin Harishayin and Mapilim. So therefore, the Gemara is up the creek without a paddle. Why do we have to talk about a case of, a besu- of an Almana, talk about a Besula, who becomes an Almana? Says the Gemara, Havadai Misham Seifa. It's certainly because of the Seifa. Namely, Misham Tekabayla Misni Seifa wants to teach in the Seifa. Kain Gadol Shana Gadol that marries an Amana. V'yeshlai Ach Kain Gadol. And he has a brother who's a Kain Gadol. Ay Kain Hedyait. Or a Kain Hedyait. And in that case, this is a case of Asura Lezev, Asura Lezev. Davka Amana would only be an Amana, because only an Amana would, who lives with a Kain Gadol would become a Chalala, who would then become Asr to a Kain Hedyad. Aval Basula, if she would have been a Basula, Chazile, she would have been fit to the Kain Hedyad. So since the Seifa had to talk about a woman who is an Amana, the Reisha also speaks about a woman who is an Amana. Mishamachi Ketani Amana, therefore it teaches an Amana. Okay. Now we get up to the real fun part. If you missed Yuvamais, not for long. Now, we had earlier Ravdimi. Ravdimi was of the opinion that if you're dealing with Mitzris, anyone here visiting Egypt anytime soon? You don't have to actually go there. All you have to remember what we learned a few blad ago. Namely, that Rav Dimi was of the opinion that if you have a Mitzri Rishon that married a Mitzri Shani, which the Mitzri Rishon is allowed to marry a Mitzri Shani, the child will take on the status of the mother. So if a Mitzri first generation marries a woman who's a Mitzri second generation, the descendant will be considered a Mitzri of the third generation, and that Mitzri could marry into the Kahal. On the other hand, if it's a male Mitzri, second generation, who marries a woman, first generation, the, pra- the child will become a Mitzri second generation. Rav Dimi is of the opinion that we follow the mom. Now, if that's the case, if Rav Dimi is correct, then... Why couldn't the Mishnah list cases of muteras lezeva, asur lezeh, or asur lezeh, or muteras lezeh, or muteras lishneim, or asurim lishneim, based on the situation of a mitzri shenasa mitzris, as follows. Maskifla Reb Papa, imi yisalaha, dechiyas Reb Dimi, if you're going to follow that which Reb Dimi said, I'm Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan, Mitzri Shani Shanatza Mitzris. Let's say you get an invitation in the mail, Mazel Tov, and you open up who's getting married. It's a first generation Pharaoh is marrying, uh, marrying second generation 
Pharaoh at. And you said, what could Yuvamas have to do with Parsha Shemois? It's all about the Mitzri, okay? There you go. And the halacha is, um, Mitzri Sheni, the son will be a second generation Mitzri. Habi. So, Lisni Nami, Mitzri Sheni, Shenasa Shte Mitzriyos, list the following case. A second generation Mitzri married two Egyptian women. He got a deal in the store, two for one. Achas Vishonimachashniya. One is a first generation and one is a second generation. So, second generation Mitzri married two Mitzriyos, one first and one second generation. And he had children from the first generation and the second generation. So the child from the first generation is a Shniya and the child from the second generation is a Shlishas. If these two Banim, who are a Shniya and a Shlishas respectively, Marry like usual, so that, namely, the Shnia married a uh, Shnia, and the Shlishis married a Shlishis. Rashi explains if they married Kirchayu, namely, the Shlishis married a regular Jewish woman, because the Shlishis is Mutter Lavi Bakal, and the Shani. Married a mitzvah shnia. So the halacha is that they are mutter to their husbands. And if their husbands die, these women are going to be usher to the yavam. The Yisraelis who married the shlishi can't marry the sheni yavam. And the sheni who married a sheni, the shnia, cannot marry a shlishis. Because he's Yisrael Gamor. So if they married Kurachayu, that would be a case of Mutara Slabalayan. They're mutter to their husband, Vasurasli Yavameyam, and they're Asra to the Yavama. Vi Apoch, and if you flip it around, the Nasov Mutarasli Yavmeyam Vasurasalbalayan. What does this mean? If the Shlish is married a Shnia, which she's not to do. And the Shani married a Yisraelis, then they're also to their husbands, but the Shnia would then be permitted to the Shani and Yibam, and the Yisraelis would be permitted to the Shlishi. So that's the case of Asr Labaleim Mutaras Yibam. And Mutaras Elu Laelu would be Giyaras. In other words, if a convert married the Shlishi, because the, the a convert can marry a Shlishi, she's a full-fledged Yisrael, and so is the Shlishi, but the convert could also marry a Shani, because the convert is not considered a Kahal, then she's mutter both to her husbands and to the Yavam. Asurus le'elul elu, the case where she'd be usher to both, Islanus. That would be a case where she's an islandess. Namely, the Yisraelis, an islandess Yisraelis. If the Shani married a Yisraelis and she's an islandess, 
she's usher to him because she's a Yisraelis, so she can't marry a Shani. And then she's usher to the husband because she's falling in Ibam and Asher Teled excludes her from Ibam. So in other words, if Ravdimi is right, then the Mishnah, which is listing cases, Mutter to this one, Asher to this one, Asher to this one, Mutter to this one, Mutter to both, Asher to both, could have come up with all four possibilities in the realm of the Egyptian world. So the Egyptians were not only good as taskmasters, they're also good to provide cases in Masechti Yivamais. So if Ravdimi is correct, why couldn't we use the Mitzri as a way of orchestrating all four scenarios of the Mishnah? Says the Gemara, come on, you're right, it could have, but it left it out. Didn't leave it in, mention every single case. You think the Mishnah said every single possible case of Mutarazeva, Asarazeva, and vice versa. Says the Gemara, Tanavashayar, it taught and it left out. Says Gemara, we know there's a principle that Mishnahis don't leave out only one case. It will only leave out one case if there's another case to leave out. Says Gemara, my Shire the High Shire. What else did it leave out that it left out this case? Says Gemara, Shire Petsuadaka. Left out the case of Petsuadaka. That Petsuadaka is a way to, to establish all four cases. How? A Petsuadaka that married a Yisraelis. Right, so a petsuadaka is sown with crushed te- testicles or a severed organ. If he married a Yisraelis, she's usher to her husband, and she's mutter to the Yavama, to the Yavam if the Yavam's kosher. Or a kosher that married a kishera, and there's another rose of petsuadaka, so she's mutter to the husband, usher to the Yavam. Tzuadaka, the married Yisraelis, and the brothers of Tzuadaka, she's Aser, to both. And a Giyaris is Mutter to both, so we could have, that's another case of left out. So really, Ravdimi is right. So if Ravdimi is right, so the, why didn't the Mishnah say that case? The Mishnah left it out. What else did the Mishnah leave out? It left out Tzuadaka as well. Says the Gemara, Imi Shem Tzuadaka Lav Shira. If you're going to say uh, it discusses Ptsuadaka, in other words, Ptsuadaka would not be a leave out. Why? Because the Mishnah already talked about a Chayve Lavin. The Mishnah already taught Chayve Lavin. So in other words, don't say a left out Ptsuadaka because it already listed Chayv uh, Lavin. So since it already listed Chayv Lavin, Ptsuadaka was not left out. Ptsuadaka is included in Chayv Lavin. And therefore the only thing that was left out was Ravdimi's case. So it must be Ravdimi's wrong. Says the Gemara... Doesn't it already say Chayvei Lavin? Vahadar Tani? 
And then it says another case of Chayv Lavin, meaning it spells out all the possible cases of Chayv Lavin, and yet it doesn't spell out Ptsuadaka. So Ptsuadaka was left out, and we could say just like Ptsuadaka was left out, then Revdimi was left out. Because Vahakatani, Koyen Hedyoid, Shanasa Amana. It talks about the case of a Koyen Hedyoid that marries an Amana. And then. It falls to a Kohen Gadol. That's one case of Chayvei Lavin. And it talks about Cholol Shenasa Kishera. And that's another case of Chayvei Lavin. So therefore, clearly it's spelling out all the Chayvei Lavin. And it doesn't say Ptsuadaka. Says the Gemara, Hahu it's The case of Mitri is not Chayvei Lavin? No, a mitzri is a chayvei yase. What does it say? Right, um, it's yeah, it's an ase. Right, that's an important akuda that you're mentioning. It's not, it's not a chayvei lavin. Mitzri would be an ase. Dar revi dar shlishi yavai lo bekal Hashem. So says the Gemara. No, the the case of chalal was needed not to delineate Chayve Lavin, but rather to teach me a different halacha. Who it's that is needed, La'ashme'inon, to teach Kedrav Yehuda Marav. To teach the Kedrav Yehuda Marav. Dam Yehuda Marav, Lo'yhuzeru Kesheroiz Linasei Lepsulen. Why is the Chalal, why is a, a woman who's kosher L'Kuhuna allowed to marry a Chalal? The answer is, a kosher woman is not warned against psulin. Says Gemara, but anyway, it talked about other chayvei lavin. Vakatani cholo shenasa kishera. And then it says, v'yisrael shenasa bas yisrael, v'yeshle ach mamzer. So, so we see it, it does delineate other chayvei lavin. Besides, koin gadol le'amana. So, so obviously it left out. So therefore, it's talking about Chayvei Lavin. So what? So that means it's delineating Chayvei Lavin, even though already said a case of Chayvei Lavin. So so it left out Ptsuadaka, and just like it left out Ptsuadaka, it could have left out Ravdimi. Says Gemara, no. The reason why I picked the case of Mamzer is because you would think the only Chayvei Lavin that we're talking about are. In other words, it had to say this case. Okay, let's let's get the Cheshna where the Gemara is holding. The Gemara said it listed another case of Chayve Lavin, so clearly it's listing some cases of Chayve Lavin. So we'll say just like it left out Tetsuadaka, it left out Ravdimi. But now the Gemara is saying no. It's not just listing cases of Chayve Lavin, it's specifically listing that case, because Hanami Loi Mahadir Misni, that was also only taught, um, it's, that was also not just repeated to have an extra case, but rather it's to teach me a Chiddush, the Ashma'inan Lav She'in Shavlakal. If it would just say the Lav of Kohen Gadol to Amada, I would think we're only talking about cases of. Lavin she'en shava bakal. So therefore, it wants to pick a case of Lavin she'shava bakal. 
Vahakatani Khalaj Um the Kamashana Lav Hashavavaka. Meaning the reason why one second. Again, first the Gemara says that um, to teach me the Chiddush of Yehuda Amarav that lo yuzru k'sherois lihinase lepsulen. But now it's adding the case of Mamzer to teach me even for a lav hashava bekal. Um, the Kamashan Lav Hashabakal. So the Gemara says, but it already said Lav Hashabakal, it says it twice, but it says it where Yisrael Shanasa Bas Yisrael Vyeshay Ach Mamzer. And then it says Yisrael Shanasa Mamzer Vyeshay Ach Yisrael. U Mamzer Nasa Mamzer Vyeshay Ach Yisrael. El Lav Shmamina, Tanavishayer Shmamina. So we can say, in fact, the Mishnah is leaving out cases. It definitely left out Petsuadaka. So we could say, just like it left out Petsuadaka, it also left out Ravdimi's case of Mitzri, uh, Sheni, Shanasa, Mitzris, Rishona, and Shnia. Okay, now we just mentioned the halacha that a kosher woman, let's say, namely a Koyhanes, is allowed to marry a halal. That a kohen who is a halal could, um, a woman who is a kohen can marry a halal. Gufa, we just said earlier, kosher women are not adjured against marrying psulen. Says the Gemara, Lema Let's bring support to that. Chalol Shenasa Kishera. Now, what is this Kishera? My love, Koyhenes. Is it not a woman who's a Koyhenes? Who is fitting to him? She's not usher to him. And what does it mean? Umay Kishera, Kishera Lekahuna. She's Kasha Lekahuna. So from here we see that Kisherois are not are not loy huzaru linasi lepsulin. Says Gemara, Ihachi if so. Skip the line. Uh, lo, Yisraelis. Thank you. Lo, Yisraelis. It's talking about a woman who is a Yisraelis. So a woman who is a Yisraelis, she could marry a Chalal. But a koyhenes cannot marry a chalal, perhaps. So what does it mean she's kshera? It means she's kosher lekahal. She has no iser to marry lekahal. She's not a koyhenes. If so, so again, let's get this clear. Um... It says, Chalol Shanasa Kishera. Which case of the Mishnah is this? 
So that's the case of Mutter Labalein Vaasalev Mayam. Why is it Asalev Mayam? Because this Yisrael, this um Dudu, Khalal Shanasa Kashera, she becomes a Khalala. So she's mutter to her husband, but she becomes usher to the Yavam. Umay kishere, kishere l'kuhuna, okay. Umay kishere, kishere l'kahal. So then it comes out that, what does it mean, yesh le'ach kasher? Nami kasher l'kahal. And what's he? He has to be, he's pasal l'kahal. So then, so what's the problem? Again, we're trying to bring substantiation to this halacha that a woman who is uh, kasher l'kuhuna is not usher to marry someone who is pasal l'kuhuna, namely a chalal. And we bring a ride from the Mishnah because it says a chalal that marries a kshera, which we assume is a kohenes, and uh, she can marry him. She's mutter labalav. So Gemara says no. We're talking about a Yisraelis. And what does it mean she's a Kshera? She's Kasher Lekahal. And what does it then mean that the brother is Kasher? The brother is Kasher Lekahal. That implies that the first brother is Pasher Lekahal. So what's wrong with that? Meaning, that means the first guy is Pasal Lekahal. So the question would then be, if the first guy is Pasal Lekahal, how can she, how is she mutter to her husband? It must be, he's a Kayin. If he's a Kayin, she's a Kayinus. And if she's a Kayinus, that means she's muttered him even though she's a, even though he's a challah. Sigmar so no, just because um just because he's a Kayin, maybe she's a Israelis. Midi Yariah Hakadi Isa Vahakadi Isa. Now why why then question Why then is it Chalo Shanasa Keshera? Why is she Asr to the Avam then? So it must be because he's a Kayin, she would be a Yisraelis, and he's a Chalal. She then becomes a Chalala by living with him, and she becomes also to the brother. Okay. 
So now the Gemara challenges this halacha of Rabbi Huda Amarav that a woman who is kosher is not uh, is permitted to marry psulim. Masiv Ravin Bar Nachman La Yikachu La Yikachu. The pasuk says, "Isha Zayna Vachalala La Yikachu." A woman who's a harlot or defiled, a kain can't take. Ve'isha Grusha Me'isha La Yikachu. So it says La Yikachu. Two times. From which we learn, the same way a man can't live with her, she can't live with him. So that's against the teaching of Hidamara because it seems to be saying that a not only can a halal Rashi says the Havamin is la hazar kasherosh lechalalam. It's warning a woman who's kosher not to marry a chalal. In other words, just like the man is being warned not to marry a chalala, lo yikachu, lo yikachu, she is warned not to marry a chalal. Sigmar so says, no. Amarava ki heich kol dehu muzar himuzharas. You know what it's saying? That in any relationship that he can't live with her, she can't live with him. So in other words, a chalal is allowed to live with a kishera. You would have thought, the Gemara thought, well, maybe uh, can a kishera live with the chalal? Don't we dash him from this pasuk? Maybe not. So the Gemara says, no. All this pasuk is teaching me is any time there is a forbidden relation for a man to live with a woman, the woman has the same iser to live with that man. It's a two-way street, but that's only when it's usher for the man to live with the woman. We say it's usher for the woman to live with that man as well. But anytime he is not warned not to live with her, she is not warned not to live with him. I Don't we learn that from somewhere else? Do we learn that from here? We learn it from what Rehuda Amarav said. A man or a woman that violates any of the sin of man. The Torah is equating a woman to a man. So we see from there that uh, this halacha, that whenever he can't live with her, she can't live with him. Says the Gemara, If it would be from there, I would have thought, Lav hashava b'chal. That's only if it's a lav that it applies to all circumstances. But a lav that does not apply to all circumstances, not. I would think only if it's an iser like mamzeros that applies to all women. All women. But if it, let's say it's an iser kuhuna, then it may be if he can't live with her, maybe the iser is only on him, it's not on her to live with him. So I need an extra pasuk that it it applies even to what is called alav she'enoi shave bekoil. Okay, so um, here's the schedule for this week. We finished off Pei Dalet. Thursday night, regular time, we're going to do Bez Hashem Pei Hei Amad Aleph. Next week, um... Next week we'll probably do Pei Hei Amid Beis. 
either Wednesday or Thursday night, and I'll let you know. Okay, everyone? Have a wonderful night. Thanks, everyone, for joining. Bracha v'atzlacha. Kol tov. Good night. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.